Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. My name is Erin Miller. I am your host. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, We are on episode two. So if you are new or listening for the second time, thank you so much for being here. Uh, This is a space for um, women, mothers, entrepreneurs, Uh, photographers, anybody really who is living a life that feels overwhelming, fearful, lost, yucky, stuck, any of those awful words, and um, more importantly, feeling a little isolated, alone, and just unsure how to navigate life at this point. Something that I've realized going through life in my 35 years is that... um, we're not alone and we're actually all in the same boat. So my goal is to reach as many women as I can, whether it's one or five or a hundred or a thousand, whatever, um, to know that you have me and we have each other and we do not need to do this alone. And there are so many amazing ways and tools to gain Uh, what feels like control. I think what we all perceive as balance, but what I believe and have been taught to know is that it's really alignment that we're looking for. And there is a way, uh, even in the thick of it all, um, I feel like the, the thirties, especially, um, and who knows, cause I have not (laughs) made it past this point, but, um, you know, just from what I understand, I think this is probably one of the thickest parts of life to navigate, to really, Um, go through motherhood and marriage and um, career and all of that. So this is your space to, um, you know, we are going to talk about anything and everything that falls under that category and um, ways to work, not only work through it and survive it, but to thrive. So today, what I really want to talk with you all about, um, something I've lately been super passionate about is creativity and intuition. So I'm going to talk to you all about my journey, which is through photography. So while any of you who are photographers, you'll listen to this and it'll really resonate for you, I'm sure. Um, and even if you are not a photographer and not even a creative, I think that, um, this is something that can resonate and is important for so many of us to understand because I believe that we all experience this, excuse me, experience this, whether we realize it or not. So, um, I should start by saying I've always been a creative. I am the daughter of an artist. Um, so it's definitely in me. I'm also the daughter of a very cerebral doctor. Um, so I definitely feel like I kind of have both, both ends there. And, um, you know, I think back to my childhood and I feel like most of us, even if you don't consider yourself creative, we all were on some level creative. For me, I was like beyond. I was just, I had my hands in everything. I drew constantly. Um, my mom is a calligrapher and watercolorist. So those were two things I got into. I would do cross stitching and sewing and, um, painting I would sing and I would write my own songs. Do not ever expect me to share any with you, nor carry a note on this podcast. Um, But I was that kid who was just kind of constantly always creating. And in hindsight, I do realize I was very, very, very in touch with my body and very in tune with it. But I, being um, a young child and understanding now, even just very recently, an empath, Uh, it was very confusing because I, I was connected, but couldn't figure out, 
you know, why my body felt a certain way or why I was perceiving a situation a certain way. And it's because I was so connected and so intuitive. But again, I don't, I was just not given the tools. And I think most of us aren't, um, to understand and how to navigate that and everything. So I think what eventually happens is that, um, you know, I, I, for me, I continue to stay creative through, I would say through middle school, because then I, I think like most kids, I, what is it? Third grade, most children can, uh, start playing an instrument. So, uh, and I think everyone does try it, even if it's for five minutes. So I ended up, um, playing the flute and actually played it through, through middle school. I was, um, in the, uh, wind ensemble and all of that. So yes, I was that kid. <laughs> totally not the cool kid guys. Sorry. Um, so I think I, I continue to hold on to my creativity through music at that point. And then in high school, it's interesting. Like you, you have the freedom of picking some classes, but I think you start to really start to feel the pressure of society once you're in high school. You know, you have to start thinking about what you're going to do for a job and, you really want to pick the courses that are going to support a career path for you. Um, and you have some, and I know every state and country is different, but you know, I think most children have some type of freedom, um, in picking, you know, that you have to pick some type of art course. Like everyone has to take an art course and everyone has to take tech class or whatever. And I think with the intention of just kind of broadening your horizons and dabbling. And I remember, um, you know, art, I always picked photography and, um, being 35, I, we were not into the digital age yet. Um, so really enjoyed the film part of photography. And I remember, um, gosh, I wanted a camera, like a, a, a nice big girl camera my whole life. And, uh, so that's a different story. Didn't ever got one. Um, and, uh, and I, I remember always feeling like I wanted to pursue art more in high school, but it's just like, it just, it was kind of a different crowd of kids who did arts and I certainly didn't fit in with that. And it just felt, it just felt disappointing. Cause I felt like I didn't know, I just felt lost and was like, well, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing or I don't know if I'll fit in there or whatever. So I just kind of, you know, you kind of go along the course and it's one, one year turns into five and all of a sudden you're, you know, I was in college and at that point just completely lost creativity. None. Like no music. I wasn't writing poetry. I wasn't taking any pictures I was taking was a disposable camera at the bar. You know, there's nothing creative about it. Um, and it was just lost. And I think that that is what happens to every single one of us. Again, I don't know that everyone is as, as creative as, as I was as a child. And there's certainly a spectrum there, but I think that all of us have this creativity and intuition as a young person And then through those formative years, like middle school, high school, I think it just really gets pushed down. Like you'll never be successful painting or all of that kind of stuff. And then there's just no room for it, you know? So I think I follow that typical story and, um, you know, so then fast forward, went through college, got my bachelor's degree, got a job, got into grad school, got my master's degree, got a job and, um, you know, went through all of those motions. And then you just, it was finally like going through this long eight year tunnel for all of that education and career work and got out of the tunnel. And I was like, woohoo, I'm here. Like I got my job, I got my degrees. Now I have time to 
to go back to what I've always wanted, which was to take pictures. And as I mentioned, I've always wanted a big girl camera, an SLR. Uh, and now at this point through those eight years, everything switched to digital. So I was begging for a DSLR camera for years. Like I think every Christmas, it's like, I really want a big girl camera, please, please, please. And, um, finally got one the Christmas. So it was, I don't know. I'm not going to think about, I always, I can never do numbers. I always joke that, um, I can't do the, uh, when you're out to dinner with friends, I can't figure out the tip, but I can certainly talk to you about how you feel about it. <laughs> I can't do numbers. Um, but anyway, so it was several years ago that my husband finally got me a, uh, a camera for Christmas. And what's funny is like, why couldn't I buy it for myself? I don't know. That's probably a different conversation. Um, so being, um, a single, you know, married with no children, and out of school, it was like, yes, I can finally delve into this hobby. And, um, just, oh my gosh, it was so much fun to take courses and figure out, you know, using a camera DSLR versus, uh, film is, is different in how you handle it manually and, um, the computer and all of that. So I, I took a lot of courses to figure out how to do all that and just ran with it. I mean, it was just a love affair from, the beginning, I literally, if, so that was probably, I'm going to say six to seven years ago, I can truly say I, I could probably count on two hands how many times I've not picked up my camera since that day. I mean, it's just a true love affair. And, um, it's just so fascinating to me because I feel that photography has, um, split me wide open into a different world and a different being that I never would have found. But at the same time, I believe that it also, um, I got lost and could not find myself through photography as well. And I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily photography as the art, as opposed to, um, a photography business, like just the business part of it. But then ultimately photography helped me find my intuition again. So, you know, in the beginning of my journey, I was just so connected and I could truly see, I feel like photography helped me really articulate how I saw the world, if that makes sense. So gosh, it feels almost emotional talking about that, that like, I, I feel like I, I'm so complex and emotional and sensitive to my environment and, um, empathetic and, can feel everything. And I, I don't, there's no way to actually show people that like what I see. And I feel like when I take pictures, people get to like, they get to know me from the inside. And likewise, I get to know my subjects from the inside, whether it's a sunset or my children or a wedding couple, whatever it is. And it's just like the most magical thing. So I feel like in doing photography, it connect. I, I became so aligned with who I was and really found my intuition again. And I feel like I've always been very, very intuitive. Like I mentioned through my childhood and kind of lost it because I, I think I wasn't connected with my creativity, which I'll connect all of this for you guys. Um, and it was in that time that I've mentioned in the first episode that I left my counseling position And I feel that because I was so connected with my intuition, it's what, 
and because of my photography, that it's what allowed me to really come to the decision of I'm walking away from this career that I worked eight years to get to, or more than that, you know, like all the skipping all the art classes in high school. That's part of the work too. Um, and I had that job for a year and a half and I said, I'm walking away. This is, I'm not going to choose to live my life in such despair and heartache and, um, sadness because I should, because that's what people would expect of me. And that's what society would expect of me. And I'll tell you what, leaving that job, it was not easy. It was really hard to come to that conclusion. It was really hard to send in a resignation letter, um, because of all the changes happening in the district. There's been a lot of stuff in the papers. My name was known. Um, you know, my coworkers, I, some were incredibly supportive and I, I know that some were also, um, judgmental and I, of course they were like, I would have been too, you know? So I don't, I don't become upset at that, but that's, it's hard as a person to know you're being judged and possibly not, not getting approval from people that you trust and love and admire. So, but I believe I was able to do that because of how connected I was with my intuition. And I continued with my art and then it turned into a business. And this is where I feel like I started to get lost. And anybody who owns a business, anybody who works their tail off and is constantly like that, oh, that like walking through mud, you know, of just keep taking these steps and this is so hard and it's heavy. And that's what happened for me with my photography business. It, it, I've never owned a business before. I'm, I'm the daughter of two business owners, so it's not foreign to me. I understand the work it takes. I know what it looks like behind closed doors. Um, you know, there weren't surprises or, or anything like that, but I, I think when you create a business out of a passion, there's a lack of boundaries and you don't know when to stop. And I take pictures for work and I take pictures for my personal life. So there's just, and I work out of my home and don't have working hours. I do, which is also another conversation, but there's just so much room for no boundaries and it can just get really lost. And I think that's really what happened is that I, I didn't know how to live in alignment and how to feel quote unquote balanced in, in becoming a new mom and starting a business literally all at the same time. Like everything happened all at the same time. And it happened because I was following my intuition and my gut. And then it's like, okay, now I'm in this and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I think as I got lost in trying to understand how to be a business owner, um, I, I was losing my connection to my intuition. I don't know that I would say like anything was lost in my work or my photography, but because it was like a hustle feeling, I just became, I think there just became a disconnect and I really just, um, oh my gosh, I was questioning my work all the time and I'm, every creative goes through this. I mean, if you, you will never meet a creative that's like, yeah, I've never questioned my art ever. And I'm super confident. It's like not possible. Um, you know, it's just really questioning my style and my post-processing and when to schedule sessions and how and what paperwork to send out and how to send paperwork out. And it was just this, just that feeling of hustle, 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 and how to be successful and profitable and, and all this stuff. And, um, 
I literally just kind of lost my way. I, I became disconnected and that is when anxiety really set in. And there's a lot of layers to my anxiety that I went through. There's, um, I'd say a substantial part of it, probably like 80 to 90%, honestly, it was all physical and there were a few different layers there. And I've mentioned food being one of them. Um, but I, I feel that the anxiety was also because I, I didn't have boundaries for myself. I was not taking care of myself and I was not listening to my gut, to my intuition and my ego was taking over. And anyone who's not familiar with the term ego, it's not your, you know, like selfish or big ego, like ha ha ha. But you're, I always think about like that devil angel on your shoulder. who's like, yeah, you should do this or you suck. You know, that is your ego talking to you. Um, and I just really let that take over. And in the work I have, the, the personal work that I've done and the, um, I feel like the culture that I'm in, I, I just, I just feel like, I, I don't know, there was just such a disconnect. Um, so let's see from there. Um, I, the, Oh, what I was saying. Okay. So the anxiety, when I, I feel that it comes out when there's something that like you're in, in a growth and there's something coming out that you're just not quite listening to. It is your, um, your ego's fighting your fear and your fear is fighting your ego and your intuitions being told to shut up. And I, I believe that that's where anxiety comes from. Um, and that we are, we are needing to listen to our intuition and we're not. So anxiety is a fight or flight response. And, um, I think that's what your body's really doing. So this is what happened to me. And I, I knew that I needed to reconnect with my intuition and it was a matter of figuring out how to do that. And I had a lot of different, different ways, but I think what was so amazing to me through everything, every single time I got behind that camera, I was okay. Like, and I'm telling you there, there were, I cannot tell you how many photo shoots I drove to and was like, I'm having a panic attack right now. And anyone who has panic attacks, anxiety attacks, I know that you understand. Anyone who doesn't, I feel like it sounds scary. Like, what are you talking about? You have, you're having an anxiety attack and you went to work. It's like, well, it's like a functioning anxiety. It's a silent panic attack and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And, you know, in hindsight, you can always kind of figure out your triggers. And, um, I, I, there's actually one particular session I'm thinking of that I went to and I, I was so angry because I started resisting the anxiety. Like I was so mad. Like, why are you coming up now? Why is this happening? Why do I feel so nervous and so anxious? Like I can't have this happening as I'm trying to go to a photo shoot. And that photo shoot was incredible. And there's one particular image I got of a father hugging his daughter. That is so, oh my gosh, the connection in this picture it's just so tremendous. It's one of my favorite images and has actually been, um, published on a couple blogs. And, and then that couple, um, I actually just shot their wedding a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I've, I've learned in those moments that photography is going to help get me out of this. Like this is the only, it was one of the only spaces that I really felt safe and connected to myself. So 
as I started to reconnect with myself in through my photography, I really feel like I was um, just becoming alive again. And I chose to do personal projects because while um, I absolutely am connected in my uh, my work, I knew that I needed to kind of dig deep into who I was. And I did um, Project 365s. Anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's simply just taking a picture a day. Um, and my kids being my life and being a stay-at-home mom, um, that's what's in front of me all the time. So I was just always photographing my kids. I was taking self-portraits. Um, and I just became so connected and, and then full circle through photographing my children saw how authentic and intuitive my children were. So see how this is coming full circle that there's just there's something so connected with creativity, childhood, and intuition. And so while photography brought me back to myself, it also pulled me away from myself. And now it's completely pulled me back in. And it will always, always be a part of who I am. And I feel like I can just tell a story. I, I can um, reconnect with anything and everything in life through pictures. Um, I feel like it's my legacy to leave my, my pictures behind and truly feel that you can look at them and just know me and know what I was seeing and know the people and the objects that are in the picture. And I've just, I've watched my children grow through my lens. Um, and of course put my lens down so that I can watch without something in front of my face. (laughs) Um, but man, have I learned a lot about my children that I, I look back at the pictures and, um, I see something in them that I don't know that I would see without looking at that picture, if that makes sense. That I, you know, we're so busy in a day and, um, like how many times you hear mom, (laughs) my gosh, mom, mama, hey mom. Like I honestly, every waking moment of my children, that's all that comes out of their mouth. So of course there are times it's like you just kind of, you just turn off, you know, they're mom deaf, but sometimes you turn kid deaf. And that's like a survival state, right? Of like, I just, I just can't listen. So I think you just miss stuff as you're, as you're working or if you're in a survival state, um, like I was a few years ago, it's just one of those things that, um, that happens. And I, because of my pictures, I feel like I've just reconnected so beautifully, um, with my children and myself and, um, and my life. It's just been so beautiful. So in all of this and sharing all of this, what I hope to share with you is that I truly believe, like I said, that there is a connection between creativity, childhood, and your intuition. So what I want to challenge you to do is to um, find something creative for yourself. Find a creative outlet. I, I don't care if you can't draw. I can't sing. That is your ego talking. So if you're someone listening to this and being like, I'm not creative, that's dumb that's your ego. You are the person I challenge even more to take on the opportunity to be creative and find an outlet. So there are, there are really awesome adult coloring books out right now. Um, you can even with photography, don't get a bit like take your iPhone. Anyone who has an iPhone X, you put that thing in portrait mode. You got a good camera there, right? Who needs me? go out there, go into, go take pictures of trees, go follow sunsets. Um, 
just anything creative dance do like a creative dancing just anything creative and I tell you that if you do this consistently you're going to become so much more intuitive and in touch with who you are you're going to hear more you're going to see more you're going to feel more and you're just going to begin to know again you're going to have a knowing that you forgot about and things are going to become easier. You're going to have an easier time figuring out how to make decisions. Uh, you're going to realize things that you didn't even know. Like, Oh, I really do hate my job or I don't like my walls this color. And I'm totally cool with painting them orange because that's what I want. You're just gonna, you're gonna be so much more connected and intuitive. And anyone who doesn't have children, whether you do or don't, watch children more. They are difficult <laughs> because they are ungroomed little humans that we feel like we need to mold into these perfect beings. Um, and I'm seeing that they truly, and I've always loved kids. And that's why when I worked in an elementary school, um, they just, the whole concept of the kid that kids say the darndest things, it's because they are uncensored they're very authentic to who they are. They're unjaded. They're very, um, they're very intuitive and in touch with who they are. So seeing them confidently put on a horrendous outfit or having feelings like being upset that they, um, their favorite show isn't on TV. I don't know, whatever. They, they're just uncensored and so in touch. And I just love watching their unadulterated excitement for stuff too, you know, to, to say like, sure, you can go outside to play for 10 minutes after dinner. It's like, Oh my gosh, you've made their day. You've made their day. I'm going to side note here just as an example. Cause I'm just thinking of yesterday. I, um, in episode one, which I actually recorded yesterday, I, I was sitting in our, our family room and it's our playroom for our kids. And I, I literally took every toy my kids own and threw it on the floor because I was like, I need to declutter this and reorganize it and make it easier for them to keep their stuff clean, you know? And it was, I've never been so offended in my life by the, the state of a room ever in my life. I was so irritated. Uh, I didn't know where to start. It kind of felt like my head feels like sometimes, you know, it's like, I don't know where to start with this mess. So I, my daughter is five and I was like, can you, she, she's, she's like me. She's type A. She loves stuff like this. So, um, we started organizing things and she calls it separating. I'm separating. And she was just like the whole time. She's like, mom, this is so much fun. I'm so happy right now. I just feel so excited that I feel like I need to jump up and down. Like she's actually saying these words and it's so beautiful because, uh, you know, through my process, I've learned that I'm teaching her the tools now to embrace that part of herself and not be like, that's dumb. You shouldn't feel excited about something like this. But instead I took it like, wow, you know, how amazing to just find joy in a mundane, not even a mundane task, but one that makes you want to like do awful things to yourself. (laughs) This is so bad. Um, she was just so joyful. And then at the end of every day, we always ask our kids, what was your favorite part today? And her favorite part was separating. Can you believe that? So it was just this they give me these aha moments every single day. And it's just this constant reminder of, um, understanding how to be authentic and true to who you are. And, um, so if you are looking for your intuition again, and to, to figure out how to tell your ego to quiet down and, 
um, make decisions feel easier and less fearful, all you have to do is go do something creative. I'm completely convinced you don't have to be an artist. You don't have to start a business. You don't have to make a Facebook page. You don't have to post any pictures in social media. Like just do your thing quietly, do something, just go do something creative and you're going to find some magic happen. I promise you. So get out there, be creative, love some people, love yourself. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Take care.